Hi, sisters, and welcome back to E-Girls Bachelorette Edition. We're your hosts. I'm Emma. And I'm Eleanor. So we just watched the episode last night, so it is fresh in our minds. Yeah. We're just kind of going off the cuff. We have a couple notes, but we, you know, it's fresh, so... You know, know? we're going crazy here and we don't really have any other Bachelor news because we just recorded two days ago. Yeah, not a lot. I know Bachelor news comes quickly, but, you know, not a lot has happened in the past three days. Except Jed did get engaged. Oh, yeah. And people were tweeting about it and it's like, just leave him alone, honestly. Like, who cares? Yeah, I don't care about him. Like, he did get engaged really close to us in Franklin, Tennessee, which is kind of funny. But, I mean, aside from that, I'm like... Whatever, I don't really... Something that is interesting that I saw is that... So the girl that he was dating while he was on Hannah B's Oh, I know this. Yeah, she's engaged to Hannah's brother. Yes, yes. Or they're married. No, they're engaged. So, yeah, so Hannah B's future sister-in-law was the girl that essentially broke them up. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, obviously it's not the girl's fault. It's Jez's fault. But she was the girl who came out and was like, I was his girlfriend. And this girl is now Hannah B's future sister-in-law, is engaged to her brother. And I've heard lots of talk, but I'm like, that's a little fishy. That's strange. Like, that is fishy. That is strange. And so, yeah, so Hannah B, is Hannah B engaged yet to that one dude that she's been talking to? I don't know. They've definitely been serious. Which I hope. I mean, they seem like a great match, but essentially Hannah B, (laughs) Hannah B is having to, like, be cordial with this girl. And one of the accounts I follow, basically, they discuss who's following who. And for the longest time, Hannah B wasn't following this girl, even though, like, they'd been... They've, like, posted photos at family functions. Like, she, like, did not follow her back, which, I mean, it's such a silly thing for people to notice. But, like, it kind of is a big deal oh, when yeah. you think people about it. keep track A future of sister-in-law, shit. like, and you're not following her back after. It's not like they hadn't met. Like, they, they've met several times. They've had lots of family meetings. And I don't know where they're at now. The last time I really heard much about it was, like, a couple months ago. But, yeah, um, Hannah B is going to be in the wedding of the woman who essentially – ruined her bachelorette moment basically that's insane i don't see any evidence that they are engaged i do not believe that they hannah are hannah b and her hannah guy b and her boyfriend they're they're so cute though yeah i like them like she deserves happiness i know she really does show. oh my gosh and yeah she's just such she just seems like a sweet person and just like a, she was a good bachelorette and yeah. i'm excited for her but like i am sus of this girl like i think it's not even like i mean obviously hannah b probably is a little sus of her like I would be sus. And her brother. It's like, what are your motives? I'm sorry, that especially would piss me off. Yeah, it's like, what are your motives? Because obviously, like, I mean, in my opinion, it's like she could have come out with this information at any time, and then you know, came out with it at the peak of the Bachelorette yeah. stardom. And like, it's not. I mean, obviously, like maybe like she it probably would have been weird if she like showed up on the show too. But like people do that. Yeah, it's very normal for like an ex girlfriend slash girlfriend to show up on the show and be yeah. like, yo. And so, like, it was kind of convenient that she waited until the show was, like, basically at its peak to come out and say this. And then, obviously, like, I mean, obviously, Hannah B. and Jed should not have been together. But it could have, like, kept, like, it basically prevented Hannah B. from having a successful Bachelorette season. Like, if if things had gone differently. But Jed seemed like a shady dude, like, basically telling her, yeah, this is just for my fame. Like, blah, 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 blah. And then it's, like, it's, like. There's even if Hannah be really, really like, I mean, obviously she really liked him, but even if she really like, you know, was like, I can't break up with you. It's like she 
couldn't know his motives. Like it yeah. would just seem like everything, even the engagement would be a motive for him to make, become more famous. Yeah, for sure. And it's just like, yeah, like, it's like you can't, there's no way for you to be like successful in that. God. Yeah. That was a unfortunate situation. So yeah, it's like, let's just let Hannah B live her life. The sister-in-law situation is extremely weird. But Jed, I'm like, I don't care about Jed. Yeah, for real. Like, literally, I don't want to shit on him. I don't, like, I don't care. Just keep yeah. him off of my Twitter feed. And to think of, like, Megamind. that there's probably people coming to, like, going to the account of his, like, fiance and basically, like, targeting, like, her, like, being, like, he's a scumbag, like, blah, blah. I mean, I haven't really looked at it, but I'm sure, I'm sure it's happening, she's yeah. getting so much hate because of the fact that she's with him. Yeah. And it's, like can we just move on? Yeah. Like, can they just move on and like be okay? Like it's been and three or four was, years. Yeah. That was years ago. And I feel the same way about Clayton, which just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't care at this point. Like he and Susie can fuck off and be happy. I don't care. I don't want to see him. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I like even like, like six months, six months ago. That's crazy. That yeah, January that was six crazy. months ago, but like we were like shitting so much on him, but it really is the same thing. It's like, like, okay, he's with Susie now. Like, be happy, but, like, yeah. We live through the season, and then we let it go. We let it go. And we we drop it. We drop it as we, like, send the episode out for everyone. Yeah. It, it leaves our system. Yeah. So now, speaking of the next, mm-hmm. week two of the double season. So there's so many men here because they didn't have the which I don't even want to go into. I don't want to rehash what they did last week because it still makes me mad. But justice for Roby. I'll say it again. So we have 28 men in the house and there's nowhere for them to sleep. Which it's crazy to me that there's even enough space for like... Because how many was it supposed to be? 25? Probably more like 25, I bet. I bet it was supposed to be 30 and then get rid of five. Yeah. Or, or wait, however many. Or it was 32 down to 25, I bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like still, how many rooms are? Do they have like four bunk beds in every? It room? looks. That's what it kind of looks like. Because yeah. in in um, or maybe I was. I'm getting my seasons confused because I'm also rewatching. Well, not rewatching. I'm watching Caitlyn's season for the first time, and there was an episode where they like went into their rooms and woke them up, and what it looked like was like literally tiny rooms, two bank bunk beds on either sides of the walls. Yeah. So eight got yeah. That will be eight guys a room. Yeah. And so that was, like, the setup, which would make sense. Yeah. But not cozy. You don't, probably don't have any space, personal space. I mean, when we were watching the episode last night, there was a scene where it just showed all the guys just talking in, like, kitchen. In the kitchen. A dining area. And, I mean, it felt like you were, like, at a rave or something. Like, it was, like, wall to wall, man. That would be man. infuriating being in the kitchen. And there's, like, actually 20 other guys in And there. then they were, like, making food. And it just, like, so gross. Like, so disgusting. I follow a Bachelor producer. And she posted um, a photo of an open refrigerator, like, yeah. during that week. I'm assuming during that week. And, I mean, like, there wasn't a space to put anything Ew. the amount of meat Ew. stacked up it was so gross it was literally so gross That's but disgusting. i just like saw that photo and i was like oh my god like imagine being like a female producer during like a woman producer during this thing like it's crazy that's kind of sick that they don't just have like a chef there i'm like i know you can afford that like to make these men which i know that's like a big that would be a big thing to have like someone cooking for 28 people yeah but for how them all to coordinate like individually making their meals or like 
I don't know. The logistics of this show stress me out. So I'd rather just not think about them. But then we get a visual like that. And it's like, holy shit, there's way too many people here. So, yeah, it's like, we got to make some cuts. Oh, please. Uh, please. So, please. Please, please, Yeah, and they kind of just, like, don't even know what to do. So they start with this, like, like, it's like a group date, but it's, like, literally everyone. Because it was supposed to be outside, but it was raining. Yeah. And so it's just, it's, like, horrible. Yeah, so it's both women and all the men just on this, like, mega huge group date. They, like, cleared out all the, the furniture. House. Yeah, in, like, the main room in the house. Yeah. I guess where they, it looked kind of like where they made you the rose ceremonies. Yeah. In the house. Yeah. Multi-purpose space. And all the dudes were wearing, like, towel, they were wearing Speedos, and they had towel, uh, when, yeah, they had towels around them. You can't convince me that, like, the women wanted to see that. I don't or did think so. they? Like, I how would... could you possibly want to see those men in, like, those little Speedos? That's Maybe like... that's a turn on, but I just, it's hard for me to believe. Yeah, I guess it's just, I don't want to see that until it's, like. It's way too much. Yeah, it's, I'm not, I wouldn't be wanting to see that that early. No. And they do the black box over their junk on yes. TV, and we were saying, like, it'd be so embarrassing if they, like, <laughs> didn't do that for you, but they did that for other Because it wasn't, like, showing enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too little. Sorry, buddy. But, yeah, I mean, it was pretty gross. Like, the guys all took it as a chance to flex their muscles, and I mean, hmm, not cute. And some of them were, like, doing handstands. They were doing flips. It's like, yeah. shit is coming out. I'm it, sorry. There's no way that it's, like, fully concealed. Yeah, it was, like, meant to be a talent show slash interview. Well, I guess a pageant. Like, yeah, like you yeah. just said earlier, like, a pageant, but it just felt like an excuse to show just, like, naked people, basically. Essentially. Yeah. I mean, they weren't naked completely, but, like, because, like, you know, that's what people like, like the shock value of, like, oh, my gosh, are they going to show, like, yeah. their privates? <laughs> and there's always the discussion of, like, objectification. Is it yeah. okay because it's men? I will say it would be disturbing if it was, like, the women and they Having just to do had a pageant bikinis. Like, tiny bikinis. I yeah. would not like that. But it is different because it's men, but, like, I understand where it's, like, eh. I almost feel like it shouldn't, like... Because there were definitely probably some dudes that were like, yes, this is my challenge, like, showing off my muscles. Like, my muscles are so hot. But then I know that there's probably some of the dudes on the show that just didn't want to. Like, and it's like, I don't feel like you should be forced to do that. But I know in that scenario, if you're presented with, like, oh, I do this or I don't, it's like you're going to do it. Yeah. I'm like, you know what I mean? about little English teacher John from I Nashville. Know. You're telling me that man wanted to be at a Speedo? No. Like, it's just, I don't really, that's, that's probably the biggest problem I have. It's just, like, I know that there were probably so many people that didn't feel comfortable doing that and I mean there were a lot of people who felt comfortable doing it but it's just like it just doesn't feel really good to like and I guess that's the whole point is putting people out of their comfort zone and it's a tv show but I feel like the way to do it would be like let them choose their own costumes that are kind of like and they give them a lot of give them a lot of options to where you could go like you know, really fully silly. dressed in something silly, or you could wear a little tiny speedo if that's because you, yeah, like you said, there's definitely guys there who like ate that up and they loved it. Like the guy who went first, Logan. Yeah, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> he was like, you know, oh, it was just so gross. Yeah, Logan's gross. <laughs> and then he did the worm, which was kind of cool, but like in in the speedo, I was like, eh, nah. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that would be a better approach and would yeah. make people less uncomfortable, but. 
Yeah, because I just, yeah, I was just thinking about that the whole time. Like, ugh, little guys up there who just, like, don't feel as comfortable in their own skin and, like, (laughs) babies. And those are the sweet guys that I, like, love. I'm like, those are the guys I want. The Wellses. Yeah, the Wellses. (laughs) Literally the Wellses. And, like, I, I feel like, I honestly don't believe that, like, the women probably enjoyed that. It's hard to believe that they were that I much. Had, I mean, they probably had a couple guys that they were like, ooh, I want to see them. Yeah. And, like, like, it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. But, like... Ugh. My laughter, if I was in that scenario, would just be like, ha 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 And then, oh, and then when... Oh, my gosh. When the... So, there was one guy that came on the up, and his name is Chris. And, I mean, he makes a name for himself this episode. Yeah. For other reasons. But he decides that his talent is going to be to, like, you know, try to get everyone to, like, stomp to this beat and then sing... Oh my gosh, his everyone singing was... is on a different beat. <laughs> it was like, so everyone's bad. Everyone's off. So his singing bad. is horrible. It sounded his singing horrible. was so bad. He goes, Rachel to my east, Gabriella to my right. That's how he's saying. That's literally what he said. It was weird. His lyrics. Yeah, the girls were not. There, Gabby's it. face was like such cringe, but like trying to smile to be nice. Yeah. Should think of what other talent there was? Jacob, George of the Jungle. Um, like, sat down and did the mortgage bit, which I think they really liked. They thought yeah. it was funny. Oh, and Meatball. Then, yeah. Ooh. Meatball just poured a bunch of spaghetti sauce all over him. He's really sticking to his brand he the is. whole time. That is true. He like, knows his brand. And then we see Rachel being like, yes, I'm Italian, but I don't use canned sauce. And we're like, okay. Okay, girl. Anyways. <laughs> I can't explain it. There's something that I do like about Meatball. I'm not saying he's attractive he or that I like sweet. them. Like, he seems like a little sweetie. There's something about him that reminds me of Garfield the cat. And I do think it's related <laughs> to, like, Meatballs, lasagna, perhaps, but it's just, like, fat cat vibes. I can't explain it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute, though. I'm pretty sure what Oh, but we were discussing this. What perfect talent than a magician? What the fuck? He would have did we blown <laughs> everyone away. Roby. Justice for Roby. I know we talked about in the last episode, but justice That's for so Roby. If they knew that they were going to have a talent show and they sent him home. Yeah. They were like, we just don't, like... Just rude, 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 rude. rude. Bitches. And yeah, I think just a lot of people just did weird kind of like moves in their nakedness, basically. Yeah, I just like the amount of men that you would get the ick about in that process. Like, I have to believe that there's so many. Because mm-hmm. it's even worse. Yeah, just imagining a guy who's not confident and he's up there and it's awkward and he doesn't really have a talent. So it's just like, ugh, I can't even... Because they cut out a lot of it. We didn't see a lot of it. Yeah, it was a very short sequence. And then the winners got to go back to the girls' mansion, which that was a weird choice to me to only... Because I think it was like six men. That is a very limited number of men for them both to have this like intimate little group date on. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just felt like toes were going to be stepped on Mm -hmm. to me. And, you know, again, I just don't know their thought process. I would think that they would sit down and be like, these are guys that I like. These are guys that I like. And then choose, you know, both girls choose maybe three guys that they're into. But then we see that there's overlap. So they clearly didn't discuss it. So I just am confused. Yeah. 
and Rachel just has like a lot of moments this episode where she's just like really like down on herself. <laughs> yeah. So the winners are Jason, Logan, Avon, Brandon, Johnny, and Colin. Like who the fuck is Colin? I don't remember. He who has Colin the is. long dark hair, oh. like greased back. He's ugly. <laughs> He's not ugly. He's not attractive. Let's say. So yeah, it's just kind of weird, and immediately. I mean, yeah, literally the first guy that Rachel pulls is Jason. And he says, hey, I'm here for Gabby. Which, that's brutal. It is. And he was, I mean, like, it is good that he was straight up, like, instead of, like, you know, stringing anything along. But, like, and you could see her face. She's like. She was like. <laughs> she's like, oh, really? Oh. oh, yeah, that's fine. You're fine. And it seemed, it did, like, I. it really, it wasn't even a, like, like, oh, I'm here for, I was, I came for Gabby, but I'm open to the thing. He was like, no, I'm here for Gabby. Yeah. Sorry. And he's older. I feel like it could be a maturity thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's not, like. And you can tell, I think Rachel puts a lot of, like, right, so I think with the maturity thing, it's like, Gabby is clearly more mature than Rachel, and I think Rachel puts a lot of energy into trying to appear, like, I wouldn't say even, like, more mature, just trying to appear, like, she has all this, like, depth. Yeah. And not to say that I, I, we don't know yet how much she really has, but, like, Gabby really doesn't seem like she is, like, having to try that hard to be a certain way like I think Gabby really is like pretty genuine which is like the best part about her yeah and I feel like this small little group date we see it throughout the episode but it really was like striking where it's like it should have just been Gabby yeah Mm -hmm. because Gabby just has a certain like comfort level it feels like like an easiness when she's talking to all the men I mean when she doesn't like someone or they say something that's like she's not entertained by it's very clear on her face which i like which i like i appreciate that because i'm like you shouldn't be tolerating this like bullshit from these people but it really just feels like gabby has a level of authority that rachel does not have and them both being there undermines both of their authorities Mm -hmm. um yeah and like along with that like with gabby it's like she we were talking about this last night during watch party but like when you look at Gabby and, like, first hear her, like, speak and stuff, it really does give kind of, like, oh, I'm, like, kind of, like, silly, dumb, like, silly, dumb girl. Yeah. But, like, if you get, like, even, like, five minutes into conversation with her, it's, like, holy crap, like, you're, you have so much, like, emotional intelligence and all this stuff and, like, are so articulate. And Gabby, I just think Gabby just, (laughs) I love Gabby. Yeah, I love Gabby. And, like, it's, I think that's really cool that, her initial like perception just physically and like by the way she looks by people is like oh I'm like this type of girl and then she proves I actually have so much to offer and like so much I just really appreciate that because I feel like a lot of the girls that they cast on the show like at least in the way that they present them to the meet to like the audience like the show viewers like they just like have are so one-dimensional and it's like kind of sad and like isn't irrespectful to women like in the way that they perceive they present women on the show and so I think Gabby is like a good example because she just has so many layers yeah yeah and she's just as like effortlessly confident Mm -hmm. whereas I think Rachel's really struggling with this yeah and I feel like it would have been an issue if Rachel was on her own but being there with Gabby compared to Gabby it's just so much worse and Mm -hmm. this date like really is not good because yeah, you can sense the awkwardness, and it's, like, I think most people have felt, have been in a situation where, like, 
you're with someone and like, okay, these guys are clearly interested in my friend. So then you're stuck yes. talking to one where it's like, this is just like friendly conversation. Like, and you feel like really awkward being there. Cause yeah, it's like, there's no interest in you. They're mm-hmm. just there for your friend. That's like what this was. And I'm not saying they have no interest in Rachel, but it was very friendly conversation. And the whole like, okay. So like, I don't, they've never really had the scenario in the show where you're going to end up like, oh, I accidentally walking in on your friend making out with a dude that you might actually like. Yeah. Like, they've had, like, the one Caitlyn season where they had Caitlyn versus Britt. There was only one night where that was even a possibility. This is the first season where, like, they're literally walking in on them. And, I mean, for most of this, like, I'm assuming, like, like, longer, further down the season, it'll be, like, more of a, oh, yes, girl, slay. But, like, this so early, it's... It's like, oh, I actually thought that guy likes me because we just talked for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like they don't want to be possessive. So I don't think they've had much discussion where it's like, I really like this guy. Do you also? You know, it's like they're still like being very careful and like tiptoeing around it almost. So like with Logan, we see Logan kisses them both and it's like i know he's not saying the exact same thing to both but it's like gives the exact same vibe and, and the it was way that he kisses way night them. one and the look on his face when he goes in to kiss them is like so cringy like i don't want to see that like it's we really can't put it to words no, like it's just, just like it's it. like he he closes his eyes and his and he just like his face is dead yeah like it's like yeah like it's so it's it's disturbing gross. to look at but yeah, so I think he's, like, kissing Rachel first, and it's like, okay, maybe, like, you know, this night will turn around for Rachel, and then he goes off and kisses Gabby, and then Gabby's also making out with Johnny, where they both, like, have expressed interest in Johnny, which blows my mind, because he is really gross to me. He doesn't give us much, that's no. all I'll say. Yeah, that's the thing. Again, it's like he's not ugly, but like, why would you both mm-hmm. be like really into this man? I'm sorry. Like, what he wear, what he was wearing. He was wearing like a hoodie with like a the hoodie blazer combo. Like, let's please leave that in. <laughs> what season even was that where it was like every fucking? I think I mean was Clayton it? wore that constantly. But but Bachelorette seasons, I feel like men have pulled that shit. Where it's oh yeah, it's just yeah. It's not a good not, look. Not the best look, for sure. Um, yeah, so it's like Gabby is winning. <laughs> not to pit women I against know. each other, but that night it was, like, very clear. Okay, Gabby is, like, this is effortless. She's uh-huh. doing well. She's making connections, and Rachel's struggling. And I get that would be, like, a major confidence Oh, I would be, like, hit. feel horrible. But I also know, like, now I've gotten to better points. But, like, I can just see myself, like, in certain points of my life being like unwell like physically like I would probably like feel like I'm gonna throw up or throw up yeah in that scenario because even like when you've been with a friend oh my gosh like in college when I really liked this one guy and then my he liked my friend Mm -hmm. oh that was like so hard because we would hang out in like groups of people yeah and it was just like "Mm," like it sucks like it's the worst feeling and that's just in one that's just one one situation like this is with like oh you're seeing this with multiple people yeah like guys that you like liking your friend more yeah oh 
So then oh. it's brutal because they both get to give out a rose. And it's mm. like the, literally the only guy that Rachel connected with was Logan. Mm-hmm. And Gabby, I think, was thinking about giving it to Logan. So they're having You could tell, like, in her head internally, she was like, she was just like, I don't know. Like, girl, focus on Jason. Jason's actually cute. And he likes and you. And he's there for you. But they didn't even show us a conversation of Gabby and Jason. I know. They're saving I know. They're trying to hide him. Like, you know, giving us a little edit, a hidden edit of him. Yeah. Because. He is the one that said he was in love with his sister-in-law. But the thing with that is I genuinely felt bad for him. Because, like, I feel like he was trying. And it just, like, came off so wrong. It was, like, so Creepy. creepy. But, like, I feel like. He can move on from this. Yeah, we can move past it. Um. Yeah, with the Logan conversation, Rachel tells Gabby that she kissed Logan. And you can tell Gabby's like, oh. And they don't show us, but it's assumed that Gabby told Rachel that she also kissed Logan. I would assume it, too. Because that, that would be, like, drama. exactly. That would be, like, very messed up if Gabby just didn't I think, say that. Exactly. I think she did, too. And I think they just kind of showed it, like, didn't show up because they wanted to make us be like, mm. Yeah. So it's like, and it's like girls please don't fight over this man like, yeah this man is not worth like gabby move on leave move him on behind. sis move on sis um but yeah so i logan gets rachel's rose and then johnny gets gabby's which and is, like, i feel like that was just kind of a throwaway honestly yeah. i think she just like didn't really know, like i don't think she knew like who to pick maybe they honestly don't have enough time to talk to everyone like yeah. i was just like because they didn't show us many other conversations like Avon was on that and I don't True. feel like we really got to see a conversation of him with anyone either. No. And yeah. he's I feel like he's going to be a power player. Yeah. Longer down the road. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah so going into the first one-on-ones, Rachel's very in her head and I think she just wanted she was like I need to pick someone who I know is here for me and Jordan V told her night one I came for you. Mhm. So that's like safe bet normally leads pick their first one-on-one with someone who they like immediately connected with. They like sensed a lot of potential there. It's usually not a controversial thing. It's usually pretty straightforward. And so we all thought we were like going in, we were like, Oh, well like this is one of her top guys. He'll make it far. Yeah. That's kind of our assessment of like that immediate, that first pick. Yeah, and they have in common, like, the need for speed. She's yeah. a pilot. He's a drag racer. Um, not a um, drag, drag queen. queen <laughs> but a actual car drag racer. Um, and they, like, drive in the cool convertible. And they do the classic zero-gravity plane Which looked thing. really cool, but I feel like I would get really sick. I don't think I could do that. I think I would want to do it. Because, I mean, I like... I don't have a problem with, like, flying. Like, skydiving is a big no for me. But if I was in an enclosed space, I think I could probably do it. But I just feel like I get nauseous so easily. I bet I would just get sick. Like, I'd throw up. And, like, can they simulate that, like, in a building? Like, I would do it then. But, like, this plane is literally just, like, going up and down and up and down. And then floating, like, while kissing. I was like, what? So some people were, like... Okay. What's this? Is this like a conspiracy? Not a conspiracy. Uh-huh. But some people were saying that the kiss uh-huh. may have contributed to a later decision. Oh, was the kiss discuss- bad? 
I mean, it's like I don't see how it wouldn't be bad. Like they're like oh floating yeah, around, fair, fair, like, awkward. It seemed fine. Like when we were watching it, I didn't think anything. I of didn't it. think anything of it either. But and I've too. almost I'd be like feel like that would be kind of cool. I'd be like kissing in the air. It's like unique. Like you don't you're not even thinking about it because you're floating. Yeah, like it seemed good. It seemed you know cool, what I mean? But just something to keep that is in mind. like ooh, that is a nice theory. I never heard that. Yeah. Um. So then they go to their dinner. They have, like, their names on the marquee in front of the restaurant, theater, whatever the fuck this was. And it was, like, a nice place. It looks cool, like. Yeah. So they. They get, they're up in the budget. Yeah. (laughs) So they, they're like, yeah, now it's half of the bachelor budget. They're like, well. It used to be 10%. Well, they're like, now that we no longer um, have, like, we were spending so little for COVID, we have, like, all this money to spend that we saved up. True. Um, so then they're at this nice dinner, and again, it seems like things are going well. It's, like, standard first one-on-one, and he says, like, you know, I feel like we kind of get each other because we both do these, you know, I'm, again, I'm a race car driver, you're a pilot, and she seems to be into it. Like, it seemed genuine, and Um, then he opens up. Well, she asks him, she asks him about his childhood. Oh, I didn't even catch yeah. that. So she asks him. It's not like he's just like, no. time for a sob story. No, I'm pretty sure she's like, so like, what was your life like growing up? Or something along yeah. those lines. I can't remember the, it was very, it wasn't a direct like, how was your childhood? Like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But like, it was, she, she led him to that yeah. question. So he's honest. Yeah. And he says like, my parents got divorced when I was 13. And I have two younger siblings, and, like, my parents communicated through me, and I had to take care of my younger siblings. Which, you know, is that, like, the most traumatic story we've ever heard? Certainly not, but, like, that's, she asked him, and that is an extremely hard thing to deal with when you're 13 years old. And it's, like, I mean, like, to be talking about your childhood in general is, like, pretty vulnerable for most people, even if you had, like, a good childhood. I feel like it's, like, something that, like, is not wouldn't be known about you so it's like yeah you know it's not like it felt like he was like hmm, let me like tell a sad story you know it was like he yeah. was just being honest and it's like yeah that's sad that's hard being vulnerable she immediately stands up like i don't think it was edited like we were watching he finishes speaking just saying like, like you know waiting- that's kind of mm-hmm. like that contributes to why i am the way i am and he was like almost like waiting for her to be like say whatever she was gonna say in response to his like this he talks for like a good like two or three minutes. Yeah, like it he felt opened like. up to her. Yeah, and she gets up and she walks away. Did she say anything to him? I though? think she just was like, One I, "I need to go" or something. I, yeah, like something. Or like I have to go talk to someone, or I can't remember what she said. But I think she said at least something. But it wasn't like a, oh, like I'll be right back. It yeah, was like a she didn't say I anything go. reassuring. She didn't. Yeah, which I'm sorry. It's just rude. It like, is. She could have handled that rude. so much mm-hmm. better. Like she could have like finished out that conversation and then been like, "I need to step away for a minute." So I. She like, could have done everything that she did in the episode. I mean, in the situation, and it could have been so much better if she'd given him a little more. Yeah. So like she. Little yeah, just like grace, compassion. I don't yeah, know. Or what just the like word is, words, but, like some words yeah. of like. Because it seems like, okay, you can, you, you explain what happened, I guess. So then she's, goes off screen and she's talking to a producer and she's just saying like, she actually says verbatim, 
I don't know if I can get there with him. Babe, it's your first one-on-one. It's literally like week one. What the fuck are you talking about? That's something you say when you're like six weeks in. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I like this person, but my other relationships have like gone further. I don't yeah. know if I can get there. You don't have any other relationships. Like, what are you even talking about? You don't know if you can get there with him. And the thing is, like, I won't, you know, be mad at her for feeling the way she feels. Okay? Like, it's okay. If she doesn't feel like there's a connection there, that's fine. I think she handled it badly. This poor man is, like, sitting alone. And it's just embarrassing to, like, open up and be vulnerable. And then she just leaves and, like, doesn't say anything to you. So his, like, poor little face, he's just sitting there, like... He's like, uh... Well, I thought, like, I was like, maybe she's having, like, an anxiety attack or, like, anxiety's really getting to her. But that still doesn't justify, like, sending him home. I don't think. And I also just wonder, again, I don't want to, like, doubt her and her intuition. But it's just... You have to wonder if it's, like, girl, you're just... Like, you're being too serious too early when in reality yeah. like i feel like a lot of leads would just be like hey this was a pretty solid day you know even though if it's not like immediate fireworks like it crazy. doesn't have to be your person like in bachelor terms like the first person you talk to doesn't have to be your person but you don't have to like in that relationship completely Yeah, like, I'm sorry, things change, relationships develop and change, like, it could be more friendly at first. It just seemed like a very brash decision. Because there really wasn't any sign that there was anything wrong until she got up. Like, we, everyone was like, I feel like most everyone that was watching was like, oh, he seems like he could get far. Yeah, I thought he was gonna be like, I really liked him. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I was like, this guy seems cool, like, I think I would like to, like, see him on the show. Yeah, he seems sweet, he seems... Like, a straightforward guy. And it's, like... It's just hard to, like, imagine, like, what was so wrong that you, like, sent... Because we've never seen this before, where a lead sends home their first one-on-one. Because normally they pick someone who they, like, strongly connected with. Yeah. Um, And so then it just makes you wonder, like, why did she even pick him if she didn't... It's, like, it seems like you would have... Well, it's like he said he came here for her. And so it's like our well, the one thing that we're I was reading in one of our um in one of the like reviews of the episode, like one theory was like, oh, she's she only like she's only ever like really been interested in like chasing after like unattainable people. And so like the fact that he was there for her and like really just seemed very clear, like very forward that he was like wanting to be there with her like kind of turned her off a bit it's like kind of like people who get the ick because some guy is like really into them or like tell even like someone who like expresses like i like you and then people like i know people who like in real life like get the ick from like someone being straight up with them and telling them that they like them too early yeah because they're like like stay away like that's like too soon or like whatever and like in this scenario it's like it's not even like it's like like this is the whole point of the show like it's not like in like a casual dating scenario where like you like kind of are like like stay away like and I think it points again to Rachel's immaturity and also just that she's ill-suited and like lack of confidence period like yeah that was the thing I kept thinking the whole time it's just like yeah insecure sorry (laughs) yeah like I don't want to project that onto her and it's like 
or sound like but it is condescending like, but yeah. it does seem like a weird reaction i think most people were confused and it's hard to imagine yeah that something could have gone so wrong or that like i don't know but again it's it's fine that she wanted to send him home like it's weird but that's okay but i think she could have done it in a much better like more empathetic way because did she so then she went and talked to him and was like okay time to go basically yeah and of course i mean i know they make them do this but also like you're the fucking lead you can do what you want to pick up that rose and then send him home it just pisses me off every time like just put the rose down yeah. Don't be holding it the whole time that you're like, but. Also, like, it's, you, like, the producers were probably a little pissed, too, because they're like, we got this whole concert ready for you guys. Yeah. And you're, like, doing this. Like, it definitely was not, like, a planned or, like, thought through thing, at least on, like, her, like, the, like she didn't know she was going to do that, I don't yeah, think. no. Because, like, the producers were probably like, you need to pick someone you really like. We have a concert that we paid for, and they are, like, doing a whole set, and we have to give them that set. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, and if I was Jordan, I would be, like, I didn't realize it was that serious. Like, that would weird me out, yeah. honestly, that she's sending me home because it's, like, I don't think that you're my person. It's, like, well, damn. Like, we went on one fucking date. Like, it is, like, it's, like... It's, like, you think I thought that? That, like, oh, you're the one for me. It's, like, I was interested in you. We went on a date. It went pretty well, like... Rachel does seem like the person that's, like, very, like, love at first sight. Yeah. Like, you have to feel it immediately. Like, it's, like, a feeling, like... Which, I mean, like, there's, like, you know, the balance. Like, feeling choice. Like, is love a feeling or a choice? But, like, I feel like she's the type of person, like, if I don't feel it immediately with someone, then, like if I don't feel like I have a sign, like, a cosmic sign to, like, tell me. Like, she seems like that type of person. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. she very much, like, she's heart, she's a heart person. Yeah. Like, she very much listens to her heart. Yeah. And, like, like, you know, I listen to my head. Like, yeah. it's very different. It's hard to, like, even, like, understand her because I'm, like, this isn't, doesn't make any sense to me in my head. Yeah. It's interesting because we were talking earlier about All About Love by Bill Hooks. Yeah. And I remember she talks about she does talk about like, that yeah love at first sight isn't a thing like mm -hmm. love isn't just a feeling it's like action and it takes time you have to show someone like you you show someone through what you do for them and like with them how you love them yeah and that's how I feel and I think that's just like a lie that's sold to people is like like you know like just through movies and stuff it's like oh like you're gonna feel it the second yeah. you meet someone and like people were people love I this is something that I like say critical of but, like I've heard so many couples like that are like been married for years or like it was love at first sight I'm like I don't know if it was love at first sight maybe in like retrospect when you think back to it you're like love at first sight but like wasn't really love at first sight this you get what I'm yeah, saying yeah like I think a lot of people like think like when they reflect on their like relationship they say, oh, it was love at first sight, but it wasn't. It yeah. was just, like, that's how you feel now because you love them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like Rachel just has a very specific kind of guy in mind. Or not even kind of guy, but, like, kind of connection that she wants. Yeah. And she's starting to panic that, like, it hasn't happened yet, that she hasn't been, like, this is my, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, I think that makes sense. very specific standards that I think it's going to be hard for anyone to meet. 
Yeah, and I think a lo- another thing is like with the being on The Bachelor with Clayton, it was like, okay, I have one person yeah. who I can like mold and like create our relationship exactly how I want it because I choose one person. Now she has so many options. It's like so overwhelming. She's like, oh, being in that position would be hard. Like being yeah, a bachelorette. For sure. I think it would be honestly, it'd be easier like emotionally maybe like I know they have the power quote unquote but it's like emotionally to be like in the lead role because or no on the other to be a contestant because it's like okay I only am dealing with one person I don't have to balance all this like yeah no I think so it just seems like it'd be really hard to be in that role and then honestly being a double lead it's like they don't have the power Mm-mm. the men have the power and that's only going to become more and more and more apparent like in the coming weeks but yeah so it just I pisses am... me off it like ruins the yeah, show like yeah. it really ruins it because it's like it makes it not about the lead like it's like one guy can be anyone. super shitty to one of the girls and say something really shitty and i mean the girls are friends they talk but like he could be really good to the other girl. You know what I mean? I'm sure that's going to happen where a guy does something shitty, but the other girl's still like, I kind of like him. Yeah. You know? It's really not fair to anyone. It's not fair to Gabby or Rachel. It's not fair to any of the men there. Like, it should have just been Gabby. Or they should have done double separate seasons like Katie and Michelle. Which, like, like you did already once. Yeah. I think they really were just like, we need to up the crazy factor yeah um or yeah just being like why not let's just try it at the expense of everyone here well we need double bachelors then if they're gonna do double bachelorettes yeah and then i think about what the dynamic would be would it be the same where the women are in power it doesn't feel like it it feels like women that's why i want to see it i know exactly i would like to see it that's why i want to see it because i'm like those like they deserve to be in that position and then if it doesn't plan out the way we think it would that will tell us a lot about where we're at in society yeah, right now period bachelor yeah. is a litmus test for Honestly. sexism in society yeah. really though but yeah so it just feels like they're losing but rachel specifically so rachel sends home this guy so yeah i feel like a more charitable way to read the situation is like she's insecure she only goes after unattainable guys because she feels like she's not worthy of love etc another possibility (laughs) to consider which is a bit more calculated and makes rachel out to be kind of a bad guy which the thing is though can i say before i don't feel like she's like that calculated but i do think i could see her doing this yeah yeah, I don't think calculated. It could be like subconsciously that she's yeah, doing yeah, 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 this, and it comes from a place of insecurity. I just okay. I don't think she's that smart. Yeah, I would agree. To her, but I do think subconsciously she could do this. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's like if she did, or I guess I should just say what this is. Yeah, we'll tell you guys what we so, think it could be. I feel like it's possible that it was some kind of power play to like uh-huh. reclaim some of her like control and some of her power over her situation because. She just went on this disaster of a group date where she got rejected, where she feels like none of them are there for her. Like, mm-hmm. none of they're just making these like small talk conversations, chit chat. Like, it's not going anywhere. So she sends home this, she sacrifices this lamb, Jordan V, so that she then 
comes into the cocktail party later this week and she says and the men see the people taking away the luggage it's like they like called them into the living room just so they can watch jordan v's luggage be taken and they're all like what the fuck like what the actual fuck because that never happens mm-hmm. on the first one-on-one mm-hmm. so it's like shock value yeah and then at the rose ceremony which i'm skipping ahead we'll come back yeah but she says like you know, you all saw that I sent Jordan home, you know, it just goes to show that one conversation can really change everything. It's almost like a threat. She's like reminding them that she's in control. Yeah, she's in control. She can send your ass home. At any unless time. Unless you step up. Which, but even just the way she said that, I'm like, one conversation. The conversation of him opening up about his parents' divorce. Because it's like, like that's all he really saw. That's what like, was the that's what made you send him home? Like, it sounds mean. Yeah. It feels mean. And it makes me feel like it was Rachel's idea to send her a V home. <laughs> okay, I think that too. I do think that too. I think, because Gabby seems like the type that she'd be like, she'd be like, huh, magic, like, cool. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, she wouldn't even care that much. She'd be like, eh, we'll send him home. But like, I don't think he would get, like, I don't think Gabby would honestly care that much to send these people home immediately. I feel like Rachel's kind of a mean girl. And mm-hmm. I honestly think maybe she was, like, popular in high school. And it's like, this is just, like, not what she's used to. She's not used it to It always comes back unwanted. to you. She's not used to feeling. Which, again, maybe that's just, like, not true. But I could see that. And it feels like that kind of, like, not even mean they're like just the type of but person. just like disregard for people's feelings well she's it just like, may be like she's just always gotten her way and yeah. she's always gotten her like needs taken care of like quickly because like it's like it just does seem like just because of how they her family has been presented that like she is like she's like only doted child. on and like oh yeah. yeah only child like gets kind of thing like it's only child syndrome kind yeah. of is probably a big part of it that's so true because like you know like you know only children some yeah. only children and i wouldn't say all people are like all only child not all every only child is like that but there are a significant amount that have this syndrome where every in it because some people okay this is my theory every only child has only child syndrome when they're a kid but for most people it goes away as they grow older and like go through high school into college like they like lose it because they realize they're put in scenarios like on a team or on a you know what I mean where they have to like sacrifice for others like do things for others but some people never get into those environments to where it lasts like it stays with them yeah even if they are on like team environments it's like they're 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 like in control yeah because it's I, I bet you, honestly, that plays such a big role right I now. agree. Yeah, that never crossed my mind. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, you know the TikTok sound? It's like, my way. My, my way or the, the highway. highway. <laughs> That's like Rachel right now. Yeah. And it honestly almost, like, makes me think of Clayton mm-hmm. in the way that they prioritize, like, the power of being the lead. Yeah. And, like, what that's supposed to mean over actual relationships Mm -hmm. you know wow we're getting deep so like with clayton wait tell me more about the how you compare it to clayton well with clayton i just remember like with the in love with three women situation it's kind of he like didn't really think about the repercussions Mm because he was like i'm the lead i'm allowed to sleep with all three that's like expected you know and it's like using yeah like pawns or something where it's like 
ultimate and Clayton was very like by the book I feel like like trying to do exactly how a bachelor's supposed to be yeah Mm -hmm. and it's like weird because he never watched it but I feel like it's just because he did exactly what the producers told him to do always yeah um whereas Rachel you know what I mean where Rachel it's like the bachelorette is supposed to be in control Mm -hmm. like they're supposed to be there for her they're supposed to like her and that's not what it feels like right now so she needs to like reestablish her dominance her control over the situation and it's like especially with another person there as another lead it's like they don't have to like her yeah like they literally don't at all yeah so (laughs) it's like she's definitely in a way worse situation than clayton was put in Mm -hmm. because he was just a straightforward lead but like do you know what i mean i'm worried that like her like lack of confidence is gonna cause gabby to like not follow through with like relationships that she actually feels good about does that make sense i think it's gonna drag gabby down because i feel like gabby's gonna like like have a lot of guys that like are interested in her and she's interested in but then like Rachel will be like oh like no guy likes me like blah 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 and then Gabby will feel bad and like kind of like maybe just not not let herself go as much into like the whole process of things I think so yeah I think it's gonna be bad for both of them I think it's gonna hold both of them back um I know which is sad. Like, it sucks. It's not how it's supposed to be. Exactly. And speaking of, like, so something that people were talking about with Jordan being sent home, mm-hmm. and it's something that I think is going to get even messier going forward. So one, if one girl sends a man home individually, like, who's to say that they wouldn't have had a connection to Gabby? And exactly. I know Jordan said night one, like, I like you. I came here for you. But it still feels weird that, like, there would be no chance for him to at least, like, talk to Gabby. And, like, if there's something there, it could be something unexpected. No, I agree. I think that makes perfect sense that they they could have a, they, like, with the two lead role, it's like, how can one one lead decide that for both of the leads? Yeah, and then it's just so fucking awkward between the girl who sent him home like, if he were to stay around, just, like, hypothetically in the future, mm-hmm. if this were to happen, like, that's so awkward. It's surprising that the producers would let her just send him home, like, and not, because I feel like that would add more drama, you know? Oh, I think that sure. they would be like, oh, like, but then also if he, he had expressed that he was only there for Rachel, he might be like, well, I guess I'm going home. Yeah. Which he didn't show that, but I'm like, if he wasn't at all interested in Gabby, then it's like... And logically, it's like, I want to believe that the girls would have sat down and been like, hey, so if... But I just don't even know if that, like, crossed either of their minds that yeah. they would send someone home on the first one-on-one. Yeah. You know? So no, it's like... Makes sense. Hypothetically, I would hope that before they pick their person for the one-on-one, they'd be like, hey, um, if this doesn't go according to plan, do you have interest in Jordan? Or am I okay sending him home? And but it's like, I even... Really... Even if they asked, though, they'd probably just say yes, no matter what, even yeah. if they were interested. I yeah. think, because that, that would, like, be weird if she's, like, she knows, oh, she's going on a date with a guy that I also, like, like, yeah. oh, the guy I'm going on a date with, she also is interested in. Like, that would be in the back of your head the whole time. Yeah, and that's one place where I feel like if it were to be two bachelors, mm-hmm. like, it would just not be that, It that wouldn't be the case. Like, they wouldn't feel so concerned about, about like, other, hurting the other, other person's, person's feelings. feelings yep 
or even like I don't know men maybe I'm just like shitting on men but I feel like they just don't have the same like emotional um maturity to where like if you go on a date and you're not feeling it they just be like okay next yeah (laughs) you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. there's no lingering where it's like I feel really bad about this like I wish it was there they just be like next yeah yeah you can I mean for the guys from the show that they would cast yeah (laughs) I would feel that way yeah so I feel like honestly in that way like it would be a lot cleaner Mm -hmm. if it were two bachelors um women too emotional and it's a good thing like you want to like have a good relationships with your friends and you don't want to upset each other but in this scenario it's really messy and it's gonna put both of them at a disadvantage because and i do wonder if somewhere down the line it's gonna be like hey can we call this guy back like can we get him back you know i want to believe that they're like holding them all hostage (laughs) oh my gosh um but yeah but yeah so then moving on to damn this is gonna be a long one <laughs> they I mean, always it's important. Are, it's but... important these yeah. theories um but we are gonna talk about we're gonna talk about gabby and nate's date yeah and it was i found their date to be very precious and sweet yeah that's like yeah. everything you want a first one-on-one to be like yeah so sweet like clear connection which i'll admit nate I thought was like 25 and he's 32 he's 33 33 so like he's grown yeah which is good I think Gabby needs like a mature older man yeah I have to say like I don't like the way he parts his hair and oh, that's I what we, hate I, the safety pin one safety pin earring in like I hate that it's gross his hair Take is so out. his hair is so bad yeah so I'm like that's what made me think he was like 25 because it's, it's giving e-boy yeah no I agree I feel like most people probably honestly agree on the hair though like most people I know would not like I don't know just like it's like who told you to do that where did you see that TikTok literally (laughs) saw it on TikTok TikTok. so it's like let's just change the hair and (laughs) let's take the earring out and you would be like he is like no complaints yeah you know like he's really cute he's so cute he's so sweet and I feel like yeah they just have a certain energy they they match each other and like they both like I just, they were both, when they had their conversations and they talked, like, yeah, exactly what you said. They were just really matching each other. They had good, like, it wasn't like a, like, because I, in the past episode, the first episode, like, I really liked seeing Gabby, like, have good banter with guys and how, like, funny and, like, flirty she was. And this one, it wasn't as much that. It was a lot more of just her, I felt like just being more of herself, like, being, like, honest and, like, talking about, like, her experiences and, like, him talking about his like daughter and like being I I think it was good yeah and I think like but let's talk about one weird thing yeah when he walks in at the uh Uh. walks into the date he comes and picks her up I I guess he wasn't picking her up but you know like comes to the house that they are both sharing and Rachel's just sitting there drinking coffee being like hi like how's it going and I mean that just reminds me of like in, in college when like guys would like pick up my friends or like me or whatever and like the roommates would all be like loitering around like being like hey whatever like how's it going like yeah. it reminds me of college but like this isn't college like this is like, like real life like yeah girl get in your room like Gabby. literally go to your fucking room Rachel <laughs> yeah. go like think about what you've done yeah. by sending Jordan home and like exactly. leave Gabby and Nate alone yeah and I'm sure the producers wanted her to do that but I also feel like 
she again it's a scenario where i'd be like no i'm going to my room yeah i would feel uncomfortable in that scenario but like they probably they could have like been like hey we really need you down here but like it just seems like she was like hey guys like how's it going and like, then Nate's like it was well, literally like it gave me such like college flashbacks and like you could tell Nate was concerned it's like is it like are the three of us hanging out yeah he was like why is she here and then they be like this out. the whole time yeah, they, they go get, out and they get on their helicopter. They get picked up. And Rachel's Rachel just watching. <laughs> Rachel's just, like, looking at them with, like, teary eyes, like, watching them, like, fly into the sky. And she's like, bye, guys. She's like, I just want a love like that. And it's like, sis, let me tell you, it was the first date. They don't have a love like that. Yeah. And that's what she, you know what I mean? Like, I... I just feel like she's putting too much pressure on yeah, herself. She puts so much pressure on herself. Where it's like, it's just not that serious. Like, you can give a guy a rose and not be sure about where it's going if you feel like, mm-hmm. you know, you had a good time. But whatever. Again, she just should have done it better. Yeah. Anyways, back to Gabby and Nate. So they have the classic helicopter ride, and then they arrive to the hillside where there's one of those little. Hot tubs. Wooden hot tubs. They have one of those things every season. There's always a little wooden hot tub date with the champagne, um, which is fine. I yeah. Mean. <laughs> Whenever they do that, and I mean, I know the girls, I guess, don't go underwater, like, because they're in a hot tub. I just always think about their makeup. Yeah. And I was, like, looking at Gabby's makeup. And it, like, looked really good. And I just, even though they weren't even getting underwater, I feel like the hot tub, like, having it be hot, like, would, like, mess up your face so much. And, I mean, I don't, I can't really tell, honestly, how much makeup they wear. Like, yeah. you know, because it's they're on TV, so it's, like, really hard to tell. But I'm just, like, I feel like that would, like, mess this up. Ugh. Like, isn't it, like... It's at least, like, pretty warm in L.A. Yeah. Already, and then they're getting into a hot tub. Because they filmed this, like, two They just don't have ago. humidity. So it's, yeah, like, I don't know how, like, because, I mean, here right now, it's, like, yeah, probably. Getting in a hot tub outside, oh my God. I'd be, like, I'm good. Yeah, it Thanks. could be, like, the same temperature, but, like, the humidity here just, like, messes it up. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah and then they went to, to dinner. Dinner. And, I mean, the conversation was just really good, and then they danced around, and that was cute. Yeah. Yeah, he opens up about his daughter. Yeah. And it's just so sweet, and Gabby, like, I don't know, I wasn't sure how Gabby would react, because I could see her being freaked out. But she kind of was a little bit. yeah. But it was, like, an honest freak out. It wasn't, like, a, you know, like, she was just kind of like, I don't know if I'm ready to be a mom. Yeah. And that's, like, so real. Yeah. But just, like, what she was saying to him about, like his daughter is gonna have that with her forever like her dad's love and then along with that like i felt like she uh like gabby when she was being real about like not knowing about being a mom when i think of past bachelorettes and like they're dating someone who has a kid they like honestly completely just like sweep that to the side they're like oh yeah like for sure like i could totally take like you know what it's they're just not honest with themselves and yeah, i mean like i think katie yeah exactly like katie's a good example but i think it happens like almost every season that there's someone who goes a certain length of time with a kid and like i feel like they just kind of almost forget about that and just focus yeah. on the person and like forget that and like act like it's act like it would be 
just easy and simple to like move right into that situation does that make sense i feel like she was just being realistic yeah i'm like and i don't know when it's ever worked out but yeah lead in someone who has a kid because brad picked emily maynard Mm -hmm. the kid but that obviously didn't work out like i just don't think it ever does yeah um and yeah it was nice because like when nate was sharing like all this sweet stuff about his daughter it was like gabby also like was kind of opening up Mm -hmm. and like relating that to her own childhood so it just felt like a really real genuine connection that they were having and just like what she was saying about like I can just sense that he has, like, such a big capacity for love and, like... That was sweet. sweet. It was really sweet. (laughs) I really like them together. Yeah, and it was really surprising because, like, not... I just think I wrote him... I really wrote him off because of his look, like, how he looks, which is so bad. Like, just, like, the hair and his earring, like, it's just, like, I was, like... Yeah, I thought he was just, like, TikTok, Like, a a TikTok, an adult who, like, wants to be a TikTok kid, basically. And so I was like, wow, like, I just, it surprised, he surprised me a me lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah. So that's like encouraging. That's like yeah. exciting. Being like, Yeah, for sure. You know, I think he's going to go far. I do ultimately think that not him having a kid alone, but I could kind of see that definitely like playing a factor where Gabby might genuinely just like not feel ready for that and not wanting to like put a child through that yeah which like which is fair fair yeah but maybe not maybe they'll end up together true who knows and this is where it's weird because at that point i feel like it would be weird for rachel to like try to have any kind of connection for with nate mm-hmm. oh or for sure it, right like well, it would by that point it like seems like nate is all in for Gabby. Yeah. Like, I, it almost, I don't, I don't think he said it, but, like, it just appeared that he wanted it to be Gabby. Yeah, and I think he, like, implied that he wanted it to be her. Yeah. yeah and that he was there Yeah, for yeah. Because he was familiar with her. Oh, and he talked about her voices. Yeah, He was like, yeah. he was like, oh, yeah, I do your voices. And she was like, what? And he was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> which that was cute, too. Yeah. Love it. Love Gabby and Nate. Yeah, I I really like him. Was Um, surprised. Yeah. It was a nice surprise. Mm -hmm. Um, So then we move on to the cock... Did we talk about the Chris drama? Well, the Chris drama hasn't really happened yet. Because, like, they... they, I don't don't know if they even, like, really... Well, the... What happens with Chris... But all he blows said up. the stuff. Did we? Talk but I don't about know that? when he said it. But we he did said talk- it. I think like back in between. Like, oh, okay. Well, we can talk about that now. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris, the one who's saying horribly, yeah, is like sitting around the pool with these other men, mm-hmm. and just decides out of nowhere to start talking about fantasy suites. Ick. Ick. Um, so yeah, what does he say exactly? He basically says he's like, if I make it to he said if i make it to the fantasy c-suites which i mean i believe i will he said something along those lines no it was more certain than that it was like which i will be oh okay okay which i will um then i would if if i found out that i had sex with someone and then found out that they had some sex with someone after me then i would be out like I'm gone. Basically, yeah, is what he yeah. said. He didn't even say if someone had sex before him. He was like, if they had sex with me and then decided they wanted to have sex with someone else, I'd be out. Yeah, isn't that so weird? It's so weird to say. And I think 
I didn't really pick up on that when we heard what he was saying, but I think just to the other men when they brought it up later, he also was basically saying like, but I wouldn't tell them that before. Oh, he did say that. Yeah, he he, he said, he said, but yeah, obviously, and they were like, oh, really? He goes, yeah, but obviously like I wouldn't tell them beforehand about like how I feel. Yeah, so he's basically saying like, I would pull a Susie. It, where it would be an absolute deal breaker for me, but I wouldn't say And that. I've already planned it in my head. Yeah. So it's like, he's like, I already decided what I'm going to do with, like, Susie, I don't know how much of it was, like, yeah. like, she could have thought that, but, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, like, has already decided, he's made his decision for Fantasy Suites in week two. Yeah. So. Yeah, just disturbing, and it's very clear that he's the one who referred to them as females. Oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. episode one. And it just is, like, he's, he hates women. Like, you can tell he does not like women. And he listens to those podcasts that are, like, well, a woman having an Instagram is cheating and is being a whore. You know, like, it's bad, bad bad. vibes. So there's that. And it's, like, is someone, because I remember thinking, like, oh, well, um, Nate may bring it up. Because Nate was, like. You Nate know, was kind like, of fighting back in the moment where yeah. he was like, that sounds really controlling, really manipulative, not respectful. But Nate was smart and he didn't do that. Because that totally would have tainted their their um their date. Yeah, so it's like, who is gonna take one for the team? And I think Quincy honestly was the perfect person to do that because <laughs> let's be honest, Quincy's not going Quincy has no chance long term. No, he had zero chance as soon as he said, I've been saving myself for a year and a half. Like, it was hard to imagine him coming back from that. Mm. And he's 25 and a life coach. So, a lot of things working against Quincy here. So, I'm glad that he took one for the team. So, we're moving into the cocktail party. And Rachel makes her little toast. Mm. Threat. (laughs) Being like, yeah, one conversation can change everything. Which I don't think that's, like, why the men stepped up even. Yeah. I feel like they hadn't even really had a chance. Like, there was that unfortunate small group date. But other than that, like. Yeah, and I mean, they still talk to her. I don't know. Like, what does she mean by that? Like, it's like. It's like. Yeah. So she. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that scared them. She's like, I can send you home whenever I want, but I have to get the approval of Gabby first, so. (laughs) It's like, okay, sis. Yeah. So, and the men, like, do step it up. Like, they're doing lots of little activities, Mm. lots of little games and stuff. It looked fun, like, honestly, that Yeah, it looked fun, and Rachel's, like, mood is done a 180. Yeah. Like, she's feeling it. She's like, I feel like the Bachelorette, like. Yeah. Vibing. Um, And so then we see her with mario and they're like having a moment he's like carrying her around they're kissing like the personal trainer he is yeah and gabby like sees it out of the corner of her eye which is (laughs) that one that part just seemed like fake like i was like i'm trying to remember what they were saying but like the conversation she was like oh yeah that makes a lot of sense (laughs) yeah it just felt like fake um and yeah that's like some weird that's weird to me. It's mm. not bad. I'm not saying, like, they shouldn't do that, but I can see where it's, like, getting into a gray area. Yeah. Where it's, like, Gabby gave him her first impression, so clearly there was, like, a strong connection mm. there. Um, and, like, Tino, 
we didn't, I mean, we didn't see any Tino at all, which is disappointing. Yeah. Need more Tino next week. Yes. But, like, it would feel pretty weird if, like, Gabby was making out with Tino. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that wouldn't be the case, because I don't know if Tino said it, but it felt like it was, like, I'm here for you. Yeah. You know? Whereas, I guess, Mario, it, that wasn't really the case. Yeah. So it's just kind of, like, weird, uncomfy. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, I don't think Mario's a winner, so I'm like, there's no need to <laughs> worry. Fight over him. Which, like, he's not bad. He's a personal trainer. In my head, I thought he was one of the life coaches. I just, like, mixed that up in my head. Because, like, there are some similarities yeah. between a motivational speaker and a personal trainer. Um, personal trainer is not as bad, of course. Yeah. Still kind of like, eh. So, who else at the cocktail party? But yeah, so the Chris drama, Quincy is like, I'm gonna. But it's, mm. an, they're never like, I'm taking one for the team. They're always like, I'm being a hero right now. And they're gonna yeah. love me because of it. it. Happens every fucking season. Like, and it needs to happen. But it's like, man, this is not gonna do you any favors. This is gonna give you a rose this week. Like a thank you rose Mm -hmm. but then that's no guarantee moving forward yeah and it tends to be the beginning of a pattern where they then like start ratting other people out yes generally not good for you if you do that very early on or Mm -hmm. ever like in the season so he but he didn't do it alone so i guess he was like i'm taking these ones down with me yeah it's like a group of them that tell her everything that chris said and rachel is like why the hell is he talking about fantasy suites yeah so she goes to gabby and says it and gabby's reaction is just like ew she's literally (laughs) like ew ew (laughs) he's talking about fantasy suites ew (laughs) so they then go talk to this man who neither of them have really like had a conversation with him yeah i don't even know Like, I think that's what they said. Like, they have not even had any one-on-one time with this man. And he's talking about fantasy suites. Idiot. So they just march right up to him. And he's like, hey, ladies. And Gabby's like, do you really think it's appropriate to talk about fantasy suites? Like, she just goes at him. Oh, yeah. She goes right into it. She doesn't give a fuck. So I think Gabby definitely kind of, like, was in control of the situation. And also it was like everyone was outside. Yeah. Like everyone was That was outside. wild when they showed... <laughs> There's like 40, 50 people out there. Yeah, and they like show cameramen in the shot. It's like breaking the illusion for a moment. Yeah. Which I feel like they never do. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. Yeah, like huge crowd. And Gabby's basically like... And he refers to them as females to their faces. Yeah. And he's trying to like manipulate it into being like, well, I'm just a thoughtful person. Like, I think through every scenario. He's like, scenario. I was just being, like, proactive. And they're like, no, that's enough. So Gabby's like, I think it's time for you to go home. And, and Rachel's like, yeah. <laughs> Rachel's like, yeah, I agree with her. That's what she said. So they start walking out, and the girls are in front of him, and then Gabby goes, you can lead us out. And she's they, savage. Yeah, she's savage. And he is just extremely condescending, and they both were like, that was Rachel's Like, like whenever they were talking to him, I was just like, oh, no. Yeah. So he leaves, and then he very quickly comes back in 
Which I think it oh, was because he was like, I'm gonna go fight men. those guys. Yeah, who literally, told them. like snitches. Yeah, and I don't even really remember like what is said between them because Gabby and Rachel, like mostly Gabby, is like right back. In She's there. like, get the fuck out. Literally, like basically, like, get the fuck out of here. You're done. She's like, we sent you home. Like you're out. Get out. Yeah. And then he still is trying to be like, I have to talk to them. She goes, No, you don't. Basically. He sucks. He really does. So then we go to our first rose ceremony. And it's pretty, like, there's not much that happens except for our Nashville king, English teacher John, gets the cut. John left. And John, like, got, like, one confessional. Yeah. The whole time. He He maybe got, like, two shots of his face. I know. I I was really I was rooting for he him. He had more potential. Like I, I'm sorry. They kept some ugly men there, and yeah. like he's cute. He's actually cute. Um, John, if you hear this podcast, we live in Nashville. We'd love to interview you. Come on the pod. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He. I feel like that's he, embarrassing if he's a teacher too, because the students are gonna be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> they would roast him." Yeah. Poor wow. guy. I would quit my job. Yeah, I know. I'd have to, like, take a break from... Yeah. Take a sabbatical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it's, like, he's not the kind of guy where it'd be, like, let's bring him to paradise. Because everyone is, like, let's bring Jordan V to paradise and let's bring Roby to paradise. Wait, really? People are saying that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people are, like, justice for Roby. I don't know that I've seen... Jordan... You know, as many direct calls for him to be in paradise <laughs> but i think it just makes sense like a magician in paradise the entertainment they can even just hire him and he wouldn't even be a contestant yeah <laughs> <laughs> but jordan v people are like he better be in paradise i like, wonder if he will be make him... i hope he is yeah but then it's just so weird because they've already filmed it so it's like how are they supposed to predict how people are gonna react yeah true you know? I have no idea. To, like, invite someone. And there's so many people who, like, could be invited to Paradise. Because we're going on, like, four or five seasons, like, racked up with no Paradise. Like, it's gonna be insane. Well, they had par- Paradise last year. Yeah, but we had two Bachelorettes, a Bachelor, and now oh, this season true. since. True. So, oh like, it's God. literally four seasons of people worth. Dang. Um... So yeah, Ooh, I'm excited. I don't know if Jordan V is going to make the cut, but people really want him to be there. They, they, I think they see him as grocery store Joe of this season. I mean, he has potential. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's like, I'm not even like, I didn't yeah. like him that much. I thought he was a good fit for Rachel. So now Yeah, I'm like, I was like, eh. he seems nice. Like, he just seems like nice and chill and cute. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad about seeing him in paradise. So we'll see. Yeah um that gross boston guy ryan like right before he gets cut he's like i'm here for rachel like rachel is every that was so random yeah i mean like that was weird maybe physically i don't know like it's just so weird like weird yeah and then his ass got sent home and yeah i honestly don't even remember the other ones yeah the cute guy with the mustache Brandon, maybe. I don't even know who that is. I, like, yeah, literally, John was the only one. Yeah. And he's just so cute. Poor guy. And yeah, we get the previews for next week, which are really chaotic. 
I'm excited. I'm excited. It looks like that's when the men are rejecting Rachel's roses happens. And that kind of triggers like an overhaul. I hope. Because we see Jesse walk back in and he's like, this isn't working for them. So it's like, let's make a system. Let's do a draft. Let's sit down. Honestly. Let's like make two boards and let's draft men to one team. And you can have some trades, you know, if you like get to know him and you're like, "Mm, I think that Gabby might like him better. Yeah. There needs to be some system. And right now there's not. It's just chaos. And I really don't have faith that there's going to be a system, but like something has to change. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. Looking forward to it. Yeah. You know, we'll be here recapping it. I know. I'm excited to recap because it'll be a good episode. Fingers crossed. Yeah. But... We've had a great time talking to you guys. Hope you enjoy our takes. (laughs) It really has been a long one. So if you've made it this far, you're a real one. Shout out. Shout out. Sister. Bye, sisters. Bye, sisters.